0: Welcome to the Alien Attorney Podcast, where we aim to shed light on the many confusing complex processes that are a part of the journey of immigrating to America. My name is Heather Law, and today I will be your host along with my co-host, Dahlia Perez.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Dahlia
0: Perez, and I will be co-hosting with Heather today. Thank you so much for having me on today, Heather. Yes, of course. So today we will be talking about the 2020 election and how that will impact the future of immigration policy in the U.S., but before we get started, I just want to provide a disclaimer that we're not trying to persuade anyone and that we're just providing facts based on what Joe Biden and his team have already announced. So, let's go ahead and get started. Today is November 15th, which means it's been a little over a week since the winner of the 2020 election was declared. And for those of you who didn't get to watch the election, we'll do a quick election debrief before we get started into the specifics of immigration policy. So, Long story short, Biden won. And Biden made history because he's only the second Catholic president in the US, as well as the oldest president to be sworn in. That is very interesting. Um, I actually happen to know who is the first. And
1: um, John F. Kennedy was actually the first Catholic president to be sworn in. Um, and I guess Biden is now the second, which is super, super interesting. Um, right. There have only been yeah. two.
0: Yeah, exactly. And JFK was over like 60 years ago, right? It's been a
1: very long time.
0: Yes, exactly. So Biden has made history for being the second Catholic president in the U.S. And not only that, but Vice President-elect Kamala Harris is the first woman to be elected as vice president and the first woman of color, which is an amazing breakthrough. Her mom actually immigrated from India and her dad immigrated from Jamaica. So she's able to represent the Black and Brown community as a whole. So that's a great breakthrough for everyone. Going more into the specifics of the race, it was overall a super close race in many states. According to the Associated Press, Pennsylvania, for example, was one state where there was very close drop. It was 49.9% for Joe Biden versus for Donald Trump, meaning there was only a 1% difference. And it was really close for the longest time. Everyone thought Pennsylvania was going to go to Donald Trump, but after all the mail-in ballots were counted, Joe Biden was able to take a lead with 1%. Same thing happened in Arizona, Wisconsin, Georgia. Going back to Arizona, Arizona's was 49.4% for Joe Biden and 49.1% for Donald Trump, which was only a 0.3% difference. In Wisconsin, there was forty nine point six percent versus forty eight point nine percent, and and that was ultimately also going to Joe Biden. And in Georgia, which was actually a very important state, there was forty nine point five percent for Joe Biden and forty nine point two percent for Donald Trump. And historically, this is it, it's amazing that Joe Biden was able to win Georgia because. The last time Georgia voted for a Democratic president was nearly 30 years ago in 1992 during the Clinton v. H.W. Bush election. And another thing is the Georgia election was so important because they're also going to be having a Senate runoff election in January, which will most likely determine what party will take control of the Senate. So Georgia as a whole also made various breakthroughs for this election. And yes, Heather, and. If I could interrupt, it is very
1: interesting because Georgia, I was going to also mention, has always been, or for the longest time, very traditionally red. So for it to turn blue, this election was just so different and something definitely that people just, it was it was just crazy. So that's something that I was also going to say that it did turn blue for this election and it hasn't for the, a long time.
0: Yeah, and Donna, you're actually from southern Georgia, right, Byron, is that correct?
1: I am, yes, um, which is why, you know, I was in the midst of all of that during the election, kind of just feeling the atmosphere of how, you know, people were for the longest, you know, it's going to stay red and then it turned blue. So just seeing that and being here for that historic moment, um, since it has been, you know, 30 years, was just super, super interesting And yeah, I mean, people didn't think it would happen, and it did, and that's definitely a big win for Biden administration. So yeah, I was here for that.
0: Right. And I'm actually also from Georgia. I'm actually from Fulton County, which was, you know, one of the key counties that they were waiting for to count in all the mail-in ballots during the election. And, you know, it was just amazing how, like you said, how it changed to blue when historically we've always been red. Obviously, it wasn't a very wasn't much good news for the Trump administration, considering they were leading on states like Georgia and Florida, who are all traditionally red. But Georgia, the fact that it turned blue really made breakthroughs. Mm -hmm. So the fact that it was a really close race in so many states shows just how polarized our country really is. There was even an article from Al Jazeera that stated that there were more world leaders who had congratulated Biden? Then there were Republican politicians, including Donald Trump. So the article showed various world leaders, for example, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau from Canada, German Chancellor Angela Merkel, and the Japanese Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga, all congratulating Biden and telling him they're looking forward to working with him and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. Yet slowly, I read an article saying Republican politicians are one by one starting to congratulate Biden and acknowledging his win. But up to date, Donald Trump has not yet acknowledged it. And moving forward, even though Biden hasn't been sworn in yet, he and his team are already planning on implementing many reforms to the country's immigration policies, and more specifically to reverse the ones that Donald Trump had put in place during his time at the White House. We're going to just specifically
1: go over some of the points that Biden listed on his website joebiden.com. I definitely encourage you guys to go read over that and just stay informed on, you know, what he has stated to the people he's going to do within the first 100 days of his presidency and just what his main goals are. So, he does, you know, first start off by stating what the actual issue is. The immigration problem that we are having And in accordance with JoeBiden.com, and I close, it is estimated that nearly half of the undocumented people living in the U.S. today have overstayed a visa, not crossed the border illegally. Families fleeing the violence in Central America are voluntarily presenting themselves to border control officials. The real threats to our security are drug cartels and human traffickers. That can invade enforcement because Trump has mislocated resources into bullying legitimate asylum seekers. End quote. So this is how Biden starts off by presenting to the people what the actual issue is.
0: Right. And and sorry, if I could add something no, real quick. It's really interesting that you point that out because there's actually a really big misconception that people think that the reason there are so many undocumented immigrants In the U.S. today, are because people think that they've all crossed like the southern border, for example. But in Mm -hmm. reality, even undocumented immigrants who haven't come from from Central America or Latin America, there are many that have even come from Asia, for example, who have just overstayed their visa. But everyone tends to think that the people who are here illegally are people who have crossed the border, which is why they think we need to place a wall of some type to physically hinder people from coming out, which really isn't the case. No, Yeah, it's for sure. And it's, you know, I think it's unknown
1: that I think a lot of the times, people might believe that immigrants come from one specific area and only that area. But, you know, you can look up and do your research and see that it's immigration is just spread all over the place, people from all over the world, come to America, from all parts of the world. And, you know, it's more than just one specific group. And most of them have overstayed their visa, as research shows. And that's what Biden is also trying to highlight on his website. And he does go on to say that some of our key sectors in America rely greatly on immigration, on immigrants. He states that technology and our agriculture sector rely on immigration, that immigrants keep our economy growing. And he really, really focuses on modernizing our immigration system. That was one of his key points, something that he spoke very heavily about, a promise that he made to people, to voters. And that's what is also outlined on his website. One of his main goals is that he wants to, you know, update our immigration system. And the goal that's stated on that website is that he wants to ensure that the U.S. remains open and welcoming to people from every part of the world. And he kind of has three main points. That he wants to focus on in order to accomplish that goal that he lists. He has a priority of keeping families together. He wants to provide citizenship to the nearly 11 million undocumented immigrants that are in our country. He states that he wants to grow our economy and increase opportunities for legal immigrants. And lastly, he states that he wants to preserve the longstanding directive of our immigration system to reunite and enhance our diversity. So those are the three points that he shaped underneath his initial goal of how he wants to complete that goal, how he's going to follow up with that. And he, don't, he also delves into the wall issue that Heather mentioned before, you know, President Trump currently will, had the initiative of wanting to build a wall. He made that very known. And Biden does touch on that on his website and during his presidency, that's also a big talking point for him, that he believes, you know, that our issues will not be solved by building this wall. And this is, quote, from his website, you know, he doesn't believe that our issues will be solved by building the wall or by separating families or by denying asylum to people fleeing persecution and violation, end quote. So that's what he strongly believes. Um, he wants to just modernize our immigration policies and system that we have in place, and his plan, as listed on the website, is to secure the border. He ensure the dignity of migrants and uphold their legal rights and give them asylum. so he's very for helping immigrants and very for keeping those families together which is a very different from our past presidency, as was stated, and as, as was seen in the news. And he just has very different views. He wants to ensure that our values are squarely at the center of our immigration and law enforcement policies, which is what he states on there. Make sure that, you know, we are respecting our rights and that it's at the middle of everything we do. He also outlines on his website, which I definitely invite everyone to go see at JoeBiden.com. He has an outline of what will be done during the first 100 days of the Biden administration. And a few points that he lists is that he is, as we just stated, he's going to reverse Trump's border policies and Trump's asylum policies. He wants to also welcome immigrants in our communities. He states that he wants to reinsert. America's commitment to asylum seekers and refugees, and he also states that he wants to take action to end trump's administration's draconian policies that are based in fear and racism and yeah, just he wants to find the issue and tackle what what's the root cause of irregular migration, and he just wants there to be a very um, effective system of screening at our border, and those are just a few of the points and of the things he says he's gonna do during the first hundred days—it's there's so much information that definitely I recommend everyone go read just to stay informed and to know the facts from a reliable source. And those are just a few that we I wanted to discuss and kind of break through of what his general idea and general plan is for the next four years.
0: Right, and I noticed a lot of the wording that Biden uses on his website when he's talking about his immigration reform plans. He really emphasizes how he wants to reinstate American values, how Donald Trump's policies created more tension, more racism, especially towards Black and brown communities, and made them more vulnerable towards racism because of the, like you said, the draconian policies that were based in fear and racism.
1: Yes, and and that's definitely one of his big talking points. And just one of the big things he's promised voters is that he wants to change The immigration policies, that's really what a lot of his presidency wrote upon. So we'll see. This is just what he said he's going to do. Obviously, he was just elected about a week ago. So none of this has been done, but we'll see what is done and what happens within the upcoming months.
0: Right. So it sounds like he wants to almost change the stigma of immigration in the U.S.
1: Yes, that's what you can, you know, take from his website, which I encourage everyone to go see just so that they can know what to expect and what the now president-elect of the United States has promised he's going to do. I think it's good to know just, okay, this is what he's going to do. Let's see what happens next.
0: Yeah, so exactly. Just like Dahlia said, please keep in mind that This is just a brief overview of what Biden's immigration reform plans are. And it's really important to remember that these policies have not been implemented yet. I want to just reemphasize that none of these policies have been implemented yet because Biden has not officially been sworn into office. And even after he is sworn in, there is no guarantee that he will accomplish all that he has set out to do. He has this outline on his website, which, like Dahlia was saying, we encourage you all to go check out to learn more about the specifics, more about the intricacies of how he hopes to reform our immigration in the US. But there is no guarantee that he will accomplish it all. We just want to preface that before anyone starts to assume anything. But this is just what Biden has plans for as we approach Inauguration Day. So thank you all for listening. And if you'd like to learn more about Alien Attorney, and our services please feel free to check out alienattorney.com and thank you all for listening again and have a great day